Becky Brazier? It is. <laughs> you have no idea how many people get that wrong. What do they say? Um, I get brazier. Uh huh. I get yeah. brazier a lot too. Uh, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna joke brazier. Right. Yeah. But I definitely know it's not. No, I mean, I would get I would get it down with that, but it's no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell everyone who you are. Oh, who I am. <laughs> By the way, this is Joy, and Claire <laughs> is with her family. So, um, we're in Denver, Colorado, outside a coffee shop, and uh, Nikki is in town visiting. She was nice enough to meet me here. I loved it. It was actually perfect timing because visiting my brother and. He loves to sleep in, so this is perfect. Yeah, it's like 8 a.m. on a day off. We're crazy. I did. I already did the 5:30 a.m. workout. It's just I'm I'm old. Slay ride to 40. I'm turning uh, 39 on Saturday, and this is my life now. I get up early. I work out. Have coffee. You know, like, my, by eight. My mom turned 39 like six times. So I think that if you want to if you want to end here before the sleigh ride to 40, that's fine. Well, you know, I don't know. If I, how do you feel about when people do that? Like, oh, I'm 21 for like... 21 is... That's not that's not cool. You want to no. be older. 39, you can be 39 for as long as you I want. I agree with that. Yeah, I was... Um, I don't know if you saw my Instagram post from yesterday. I did... Uh, I went to... I went shopping and I had tried on this Wild Fox. You know, you know the brand Wild Fox. I don't... I don't know. I don't Nikki, oh you're so stylish. How do you not know Wild Fox? Well, obviously, I'm rocking this Canadian tuxedo today. So she know. does have denim on denim and it's amazing. You have so many jewels, too. Yeah, yes, like, I'm... Very I like to be 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 bejeweled. You're very bedazzled. Yeah. Um, So I tried on a Wild Fox. It's basically like this super kitschy California brand. And all the like really rich girls wear them. Ooh, okay. The sweatshirts are probably $200 a piece for a sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. But it's like one of those where you're like, you put it on and you're like, this is amazing. I need it. Right, And... The, the the shirt said I need a nap and I was like oh I just love this this is where my husband comes in and is like tone it down oh this tone is one of those down. ones where he would be like ah why are you uh-huh. you can't wear that yeah he's no. he's the police where he kind of comes in and he's like um no, no. you wouldn't wear that mm. let's not pay that much money for a sweatshirt like that and I was thinking like if I was 25 sure sure right? sure yeah like the denim jumpsuits I would I would love to bring back a denim jumpsuit. Sure. I mean, I could see you in that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, how did we get up? <laughs> uh, because I'm denim on denim right now. I'm just okay, so back to who you are, Nikki. Right. Tell our right. listeners who you are. Uh, so I... Uh, Hashtag so famous. Right, yes, of course. I'm so famous. I'm sure everyone already knows. No, I... She uh, has on these amazing aviators just so people don't stalk us right now and, like, storm us with paparazzi. Uh, you know, I just didn't want everyone to bother us yeah. while we were doing... No, I'm kidding. It's really... It's a problem. Um, so, no, so I have been doing sideline reporting for CrossFit HQ for the last few years, and it's so cool, like, meeting athletes and hanging out and getting insight in after workouts and after really big events. And, and, and then sweating all over you? You know, so I... <laughs> well, first of all, let's back up. How did you get into that? You Talk about your history of you've been in television pretty much your whole life. That's right. So I was in TV news for about seven years. Um, I went to school for journalism. I was a reporter. I was an anchor. I did it all for a while. And um, I'm in advertising now, but a few years ago, and sort of, I think this was before CrossFit had a huge boom in popularity. It was early, or I was lucky to get in on it sort of on the ground floor. They had posted on the CrossFit Facebook page, like, hey, do you know anything about TV news? And also, do you know how to snatch? You should send us your reel. And if you're in journalism or if you're in TV news, you have this, like... And this was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, like, like, yeah. like five years ago, I think. Okay. So if you're in TV news, you have this 
reel it's like a dvd of all of your best work that you're constantly like working on and updating your highlight reel if you will it basically is which is not as exciting i mean for me it was like here i am in front of this fire and here yeah. i am in front of this other fire and, and are you like reporting in hurricanes with like you know the wind getting <laughs> blowing through your hair yeah. yeah and like looking really not cute yeah, yeah all the time <laughs> like, here i am standing in this flooded sewer it's really glamorous Anyway. In, you, in heels. It's in all, heels. this yeah. is very normal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I sent them my reel and I was just lucky enough to get an email from Sean Woodland who was like, do you want to come out to regionals? And I was like, what? Yes, uh, I do. Wait, were you doing CrossFit at the time? Yeah. And I was yeah. coaching. Oh. Yeah. oh, awesome. So okay. I had been in it for a little bit already. Okay. Um, I started back in the beginning of 2011. Okay. So I had been in it for a little bit, but yeah, I was... I super lucked out. That yeah. was not. That was that's not so cool. Normal. That's that's the CrossFit gods stepping in totally. and swooping you up. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And and since then, it's obviously the operation has grown, and I've just been so lucky to be a part of it the whole time. And yeah. It's been so much fun. So, what brought you to CrossFit? What's your quick CrossFit testimonial? Oh, so uh, I was living in the middle of nowhere in Maine in a small city called Bangor, and there was this super badass chick who was uh, on the fire department, and I knew her from working just, like, in the town and doing stories on the fire department. She told me she was opening up a gym, and in Bangor, Maine, like, a new business is news. (laughs) So I didn't... It's it's like, there's a new coffee shop opening. Everybody, come over. (laughs) You joke, but that's exactly (laughs) what it is. Um, Oh, but what a fun city to live in. That sounds like a great place to be. Yeah, it was small town life, and it was yeah. it was fun. Um, so I I did a story on her new gym, and I went to her sort of open house and joined up with my husband, at, or he was my boyfriend at the time, but we joined up together, and it, we just totally fell in love. And I ended up going to get my L1 because I wanted to, like, teach on-ramp and, like, preach the gospel of everything yeah, CrossFit. Yeah, the CrossFit gospel, yeah. totally. And then ended up just, like, loving coaching, and yeah. I did it close to full-time for a while wow. yeah because I was working morning shift in news and news so okay I have a whole afternoon free yeah yeah <laughs> so you wake up at like how like 3 a.m like 2 30 omg okay <laughs> I need to know these stupid little things but like how do you get ready so fast at 2 a.m like I because I have a friend who does yep. the weather here and she's always like yeah I gotta go get up at three mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm like how do you look perfect by five? Oh my like, god. How what are the tricks? The str- I need to know. The struggle is so real. Yeah. It is. I think you just have to get it down to a science. Yeah. Like I have a like minute by minute. Totally. Yeah. And I think I have like a I have a very multi step makeup process because yes. I'm like really into makeup and product. I am too, and I notice you are and your makeup is fabulous yeah. and your products are fabulous. So we can t- we have to do it we we're gonna have to do a whole episode on products alone. I can I can talk forever. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you just need to like get how it. do you get that eyeliner so great? Yeah. It's that it's not me. It's yeah. the eyeliner itself. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's the Too Faced Fair. one. Yeah. Oh, Too Faced. Yeah. Okay. All right. Make a Good game. But um, <laughs> I think you just have to get it down to a science. So I have like you know 15 products in front of me, and I just know it's only going to take me like eight or nine minutes to do it all because I've done it so many times, and I've done it under pressure, and I've done it when I've had to go live, or yeah. you know, as a fire is erupting behind me, and I have to have eyeliner on, and right, right. you just have to, you get used to it. Yeah. Okay, so like the perfect, do you have, do, is there a lot of grooming that goes into it? Like, do you always have to go to the spa, and like, get your eyebrows done, and get your hair done, and get, like, I did, yeah. yeah. And how are your teeth so white? I asked you this at the games. <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's, um, I don't know, I have no idea. We, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> we did. My husband and I both, we got our teeth whitened before our wedding a few years ago, and it was horrible. Are you kidding? Do not ever do it. Sensitive, right? So sensitive. Like, yeah, like all of a sudden you're sitting there and you feel like someone just stabbed you in the tooth. Like a yeah. lightning bolt yeah. came down so and hit bad. a tooth. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not, I'll never do it again. Yeah. And we like didn't even really see a difference. Yeah. I don't know why we both just have white teeth. Well, okay. Well, anyway, she has gorgeous white teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank so, you. So you, you had to get it down to a science. You get up really early. Yeah. You make yourself, like there's no like magic face stuff that you can okay oh i'm sorry and the lighting it's lighting it is very and you know what when i was uh in the studio a lot i would always i'd like once a week i'd have to get a spray tan or else i would look like washed out and sick (laughs) (laughs) and i think that helps just make your like skin look glowing and Mm -hmm. wonderful always yeah that's true that's true bronzer does go a long way yeah okay so i digress yes so that was that was way back when and so I was able to take those skills and, and bring them into CrossFit reporting, which is just like combining all the things that I love. Yeah. So then you that's a, that's a, you're like set up for this. Yeah. So you were working the news in the morning and then you would coach for the rest of the day. Yeah, and that's what I would do in Maine. And then I ended up moving down to Rhode Island to go to a bigger news market and was uh, coaching down there uh, less time because I was like back on a normal schedule. And then I went back on a morning schedule and yeah. then I left news and went to advertising. But still lucky enough to do CrossFit yeah. stuff. Yeah. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. We're outside. Hey. That guy was badass. Yeah, he was. That was a great, great vest. A great leather vest. Okay, so then you get the call. And what was your first gig? And tell us all about that. So my first gig was regionals, uh, mid-Atlantic regionals. And I still kick myself to this day because I I felt like such a noob at the time because Sean emailed me and he was like, we'd love to have you come out to Mid-Atlantic Regionals if you can this weekend. And then the following week in um, Northeast and that's my home region. So I don't know why I thought that like one production was bigger than the other or something. And I was like, well, I can definitely go for that weekend, but I can't take a full week off of work the next weekend. He did not understand what he was asking me at all. I didn't get that it was like, a weekend and then a weekend. Yes, it's two weekends. And yeah. so I turned it down. I was like, no. yes. I, I felt like such an idiot. I was like, oh, I can definitely do the first weekend, but I can't be gone for a whole week the next week. And he didn't even, like, try to correct you. He no. was probably too busy to yeah. even, he's like, oh, this girl. No. Yeah, no. So, so I did that weekend, and then the following year I did both weekends. Okay. And then, and then it, yeah, it just kept yeah. adding on. and yeah. So you get there, and they're, you're just doing the... the like the floor reporting, right? Have you all, is that how you always, like, is that where they always placed you? Yep. That's where I've been so far. And the production has grown. So like my first year, I just did some interviews, like at the end of the day with whoever the leaders were for the day. And then for the last few years, I've been doing like after every heat that we broadcast and then some sort of in the can interviews for later on, like what we're doing right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so the, as the production has grown, I've been able to do more and more things. And obviously as ESPN has picked up the games, that's been a huge opportunity to yeah, get on the air. Totally. And it's been so cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And so like from the first year that you did it to now, what do you see as like the biggest change or where it's grown the most? Oh shoot. You know, I think, well, the interest for one, right? Like more people are tuning in and I'll get random texts. People will be like, oh, you're on at the bar that I'm at, which is funny to me because I'm like, I've been on TV for like seven years and no one has cared until now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I think that, so the popularity and the people who are actually watching and then the athletes, I mean, they're the caliber of athletes that have been out there has grown so immensely. It's so impressive. Yeah. I'm constantly like, how do I make myself look slightly less unfit next to all these super fit people? I mean, that's crazy, too, of, like, 
what, like Annie and, I mean, any of them really, but like when you're first starting, you're probably like, I can't stop staring at your muscles. What was I going to say? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like have, and we do a lot of research, so it's hard to like have questions in the bag about what their training has been like and where they've come from and what their last year has been like. And then, you know, trying to not fangirl out like so hard. Oh yeah. It is such a struggle. Yeah, I bet, where you're like, where are you going after this? Can we hang out? Yeah. Do you want to be best friends? Here's my cell phone number. I love you so much. I love you so much. Okay. And then as far as uh, the team, it started out, what, like, it was a handful of people? Like, how many people are on the, the what do you call it, the press team? The... Yeah, like the like the media, media. crew. Yeah. There are so many people. I, I don't even have a number. There are so many, and they're all... I, I feel like I can't say this enough. They're all so amazing. Yeah. I'm so lucky to work yeah. with the people that I do. And we feel like a family. Like every year at games, we feel like it's like a weird family reunion. Because yeah. we only see each other a couple times yeah, a year. Yeah, that's got to be weird. Because then is the same crew working together for regionals and the games. Like, it's pretty much you guys are all like this this tethered crew. Yeah, sometimes it's like it's like each regional has its own little crew. And then at games, we're like a super crew. Okay. And it is, it is so hard to not see each other all year round. And then we see each other and we live in CrossFit land. Yeah, isn't that the best? Yeah. I mean, CrossFit land really is the best. Yeah. Is, is Do you feel like for you guys, is regionals like that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's so hard to do a regional, and then your whole world is that that event and those people, and it's so exciting, and we're working like 14 hours a day, and we're like getting it done, and then all of a sudden it's like... Err. And then it stops, and then you're like in a depression. It's yeah. I That would probably feel like camp when you come, yep. or like summer's totally over, and then you have to go back to school, yep. and you're like... Meh normal yeah. life sucks that's why everyone i feel like can we just all live in crossfit land forever i would not just be a thing i would be fine with that <laughs> it, it is it is exactly like that and yeah. you have like you know how you go to camp and you have like your camp friends totally and like your friends at home don't yeah. really know them which is weird to you because in your mind yeah. you're close to all of them yeah. that's what it feels like so talk about just i guess the training like do you have to go through any types of training of like the things that they want you to, to ask or do they let you kind of just do your own thing when you're out there interviewing athletes yeah most of us are professionals and we've been doing this for a little while we do we are lucky enough i guess i should say <laughs> so you're not going to be like where'd you get your shoes yeah <laughs> i love you so much how are you doing today um we we do the closed-ended <laughs> questions yeah exactly uh, yes or no questions are always a no. But we, we have time usually before games start to do like a reporter boot camp where we have this staff of people that review our footage at regionals and sort of come up with tips and things for us. And it is the most terrifying yet the most helpful workshop. I hate watching footage of myself. Oh, really? Yeah. But it You're is- so cute. Oh, stop it. Um, stop it is so valuable yeah and I can't even believe that they do that for us and it is unbelievable and I know it's just so that we all get better every year and even though I'm always like oh my god I messed up I know that's gonna end up in reporter boot camp no um like what like what's something you like you remember you messed up on I mean all mistakes let's be honest all mistakes are learning points but what is something that you can talk about I mean, I think I just, because I'm a professional and I've been doing it for so long, like when I flub up on a sentence, which I don't even oh. know, I don't even know if anyone would notice that no. in real life. My husband will notice. He'll text me and be like, I saw you messed up on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he is actually your reporter yeah, boot camp twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. No, he um he's wonderful. But I think that like that's the kind of thing where I will remember in my mind like oh my third question in my fourth interview on day two I totally flubbed up a sentence. No one no one notices. Probably not. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. <sighs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel better now. Yeah, that's perfect. Actually, so I never make a mistake, actually. <laughs> Turns out. It's all great. Yeah. And, um, okay, so so as far as the the structure of the games goes, because we met uh, briefly at the games, um, and she just kind of, like, ran up to us when we were uh, watching it in the soccer stadium. And I was like, and, like, I feel like I know you. Let's be best friends. <laughs> hey, what's your number? Can we go out later? And... So as far as the whole weekend goes, like I saw you with this huge binder of like having to study and like prep and like how much that takes a lot of time, like with all the athletes and you have to know, really, you can't really predict who you're going to talk to, right? Right. Yeah, you can't. And so the research that we get from HQ is unbelievable. There are some people on staff who are just crunching numbers and stats and you know, like Facebook stalking athletes and just being so smart. And the level of studying that I have to do, because I only talk to a couple athletes at a time, really, is nothing in comparison to what, like, the call guys and the play-by-play guys have to do. And they're, they're so Yeah, that's impressive. true. The people that are, like, narrate, what are the, the announcers that are... Yeah. Um, doing the what, the what what do you call them like the, they're calling yeah. the action yeah like the actual play-by-play play, yeah. play is just that has to be so intense yeah those those guys are so impressive like the sean woodlands and the chasing rooms and the brandon domain like all those guys are so and, and tanya wagner they're so talented and it's funny because i look at them and i'm like i could never do, i could never talk for like a 20 minute amrap straight about everything that's going on and then they look at me and they're like i could never be face to face with an athlete and ask them these poignant questions and so we make a really cohesive yeah, team it's like mu- mutual respect for what totally do. yeah yeah so the, the the studying is quite intense, but yeah. you know I got a six hour flight to get out to California, so it's not yeah. A <laughs> yeah, I saw your. I think there was a picture where you had a binder of all these athletes, and oh no, you were carrying that with me. Oh, you yeah. were carrying that when you had that when yeah. you came to see us too, um, and your nails were fabulous too. Oh, thanks. It's like a thing. I'm like <laughs> always, I'm always blinged out. You yeah. are always blinged out. Um, so any, I guess, is there any kind of like fun behind the scenes stuff that you can share? Of like, I don't know, do you guys? Um, do like fun dinners or like do anything fun with HQ or like we do do family dinners it's so funny you ask that yeah we do and there are a couple people on every crew that are like known as the foodies so they'll um like look on Yelp ahead of time and find somewhere for us to all go to dinner and we try to do family dinner at least one night a weekend at regionals or at least a couple times during the week at at games and it's it's annoying and difficult to plan because there's like 25 of us oh I bet (laughs) yeah but then we usually we get to work out like in the athlete warm up area, which is cool sometimes. Yeah. And, um, sometimes honestly though, days are so long yeah. and we're so tired that we just want to go home, study. I end up watching footage from the day before usually and going okay. to bed too late. Yeah. And then especially at games, I have to get my butt up at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so. So wait, you guys get up that early? Well, I cause... do because I have to you know make this happen oh yeah the shellac the shellac and the face yeah Yeah. no (laughs) and i have to put on like extra layers of ceiling spray because i sweat everything what's ceiling spray you know like setting spray oh i thought you said ceiling i was like this is something that is different (laughs) um i was gonna say how do you manage to look that put together when it's freaking 100 degrees out oh my god 
I don't, I sweat. Like, Kiki, I'm sorry. I look at her, and I'm like, how does she do it? Do you guys just, like, the shellac that you guys have on, and then how perfect you look? I'm like, how do you guys do it? I don't know. I mean, I think her glow is natural. She's just stunning. She is stunning. You guys are both stunning. No, stop. Stop it. Um, she's adorable. Yeah. She's, like, like the best human being. She's wonderful. Is she, is she just, I mean, again, like, I just kind of feel like I know her from Instagram. Like, she just looks like a ray of sunshine. She is. All the time. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I actually don't know how she does it either because my hair will go straight. Like I have to like recurl like three or four times a day at games, and yeah. she just like goes in the morning and is just like one hundred percent perfect all day. So oh, she she's one it. of those. Yeah. She is an angel she on this earth. It's true. And, it's totally true. Um, I I watch her and I'm like, yeah. How does she? It's again like one of those things where probably from your perspective, you're like how does she do it? And she probably looks at you and is yeah. like, how do you do it? But how does she sit on the floor and just keep talking and keep the energy going? I it's like, know. yeah, I could never do that. And I, again, I talked to the floor dancers and I'm like, I don't know. You guys sound great out there. And I don't know how you are still yeah. doing it. And they will look at me and be like, I don't know how you're face to face with these people and can ask these questions and roll yeah. with the punches. And yeah. yeah. So where do you get the, I don't want to say inspiration, but what is, what are the things you try to talk to athletes about because especially like they're coming from after a really hard workout and they're probably exhausted like what is your I don't know what is your game plan when you're talking to them well so I usually have something in mind uh from the research that I've done like either I know that they've been training with someone or you know I know that they've come back from an injury or or something or if they're like a rookie or if this is their 100th games like I don't know something from their from my research is usually in there in my brain but then I try to go directly off of whatever has just happened in the workout because that's that's probably what you want to know if you're watching, right? Like, yeah. oh my god, you totally like crushed that time. How in the hell did you do that? Yeah. Like, none of us could do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then especially like, I mean, are most athletes at this point like pretty good about talking to you, or they? I mean, the yes no things. I'm sure they're probably like, yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah, I gave it my all. Yeah, and in fairness to them, like I try to come up with questions that aren't just yes or no because it is so easy to be like, oh, so tired. Oh, yeah, that was good. Okay, I'm gonna go rest now. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah I really was trying to just get through those pull-ups. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, totally. I would too, I guess, if I was half that strong. Yeah. But I think that most of them now are getting it. That they're like, they're really at the level of professional athletes, and they have to do media stuff and sign autographs. And I have to tell you honestly, I don't know about lots of other sports because outside of CrossFit, the only other sports reporting I've done has been like, you know, the high school football game in the town that I've been reporting in. But um, they are like 100% they're so nice and considerate and like willing to chat and willing to do I'm so lucky that I don't have to like fight people down for interviews and that's really good that's really good to know um last question I because I remember this from some of the people in our uh, Facebook group were asking and commenting that the female uh reporters were interviewing the female athletes in the yeah. like they, they felt that that was a little sexist I don't, I don't want to put oh. words in mouths but like why weren't you doing the male event yeah this was the first year that we had been had it broken up like that oh see I didn't notice that yeah last year we like instead of doing all the women's events I did like heats three and four or whatever like however they broke it up I don't remember um but this year was actually way easier for us to do research because oh that makes sense yeah Yeah. I could research like a field of 40 women for individuals instead of like every single athlete out there that makes so much sense I'm gonna do and so I don't think there was any ill yeah I think there yeah there was kind of like a read between the lines of like why are they doing it that way I didn't really notice it I was like oh yeah that kind of I can see that but yeah that makes so much sense of like having to do that much research and especially because I feel like the games is games is growing 
Um, the athlete pool is getting a little more detailed as far as like this is just not some like one person who came from one town and they work at this one gym. It's like this person has a ton of history now um, and they're professional athletes and you want to do due diligence of doing the research so that makes sense yeah definitely I love how people try to make drama oh well I mean it is what it is and I think the the coolest part is that we we have stepped in for each other a lot there's usually three sideline reporters and we I mean we don't have to do all the research but we typically do so if someone had to like run out and do something else and I had to cover a male heat like I could do it. it's no big deal so we help each other out yeah that's awesome so you're an avid Girls Gone Wild listener. I am. Oh my god, I was like fangirling when I met you guys at games. It's like, oh, can I? Oh, what's your favorite part about the community with Girls Gone Wild? Like, because you've been doing CrossFit for a long time, and I'm not trying to be like, talk about us, but um, this community you guys are amazing. Like, yeah. Let's talk about me now. Yeah. Um, but we really just love this community, and I just I want to know like what draws you to the community for Girls Gone Wild. Well, I just feel like the, this conversation that you and I have had is a conversation I would have with like my best friend from my gym back home. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're basically besties now. Well, that's I mean that's what I've been saying, but, <laughs> and I just feel like you know when you when you make a joke or you say something like when you, in the episodes you talk about like your nutrition struggles and things. I mean that's something that I think about you know like a hundred times a day so to hear someone else going through the same thing or feeling the same way and throwing in some mean girls quotes it just puts me on the same page as you and everyone else in the community and it makes me feel better about stuff that's i think especially women we need to i mean we there's tons of conversations there's tons of podcasts out there but i feel like especially it's specific to the crossfit world um i i think there's just so much comparison we can like be hard on ourselves and if we do crossfit you're an intense person anyway so i feel like just bringing that conversation together is really cool but i'm so glad i got to meet you i know i'm so and i'm so glad we got to do this i know this is really fun um i feel like there's another question that's lingering in my head what is it i cannot remember what it was but hold on they'll come to me okay it's coming we were talking about um what was the last thing we were talking about was oh community but we were also talking about the oh reporting at the games oh so i kind of want to just tie up like i don't know i don't I feel like um, if there, I guess, any, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that's, like, fun to know about the games or, like, anything that's, like, I don't want to be, again, like, stirring up drama, but is there anything, like, fun or um, interesting, like, that's that you get to see that not everyone gets to see as, like, you working for HQ? Yeah, I mean, I get, I get sweat on a lot. There's that. <laughs> because we're supposed to like to make the camera shot look good I have to be like literally sized. right there yeah, yeah. Like, arm to arm and the athletes are so sweet and courteous that they're like I'm like bring it in and they're like no I don't want to like I'm gross and I'm like no it's fine and I keep thinking that maybe someday my right arm will get like super buff from all like the intense athlete sweat that's been on it do you know what I mean it's like through osmosis you're yeah. like oh I'm yeah. never washing this arm again I, I have I like kind of don't want to yeah. because I kind of want to like take that and use it but hasn't happened yet unfortunately <laughs> and I know this is probably <clears throat> I don't want you to play favorites but is there any athlete that you super super love working with or just like just adore especially I mean I'm sure they're all great but is there anyone that you're just like man I just love that person they just got a great personality Uh, do you know I think my favorite interview from the last few years has been Jacob Hepner and I don't know if you watch like the central regional or whatever he he has been known to like grab the mic out of my hands and do his own interview and I and I love that about him and this past year I had a chance to just kind of like chat with him more because I did central 
and he's just so fun. And I feel like our interviews sometimes like go off the deep end, like yeah. kind of like this right sure, now. Sure, <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of fun and refreshing because yeah. people like it probably feels on some level. It, there's probably times when it feels fairly rehearsed. It just you know, feels like, really professional where, yeah. like, I know them in real life now, so I want to give them a hug, but I'm not going to because, you know, I don't play favorites and this sure. is a professional environment. Yeah, totally. But yeah. with him, it's just, like, he just cuts loose, and I love that yeah. about him, and he doesn't feel restricted. And yeah. He's a good yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Really good dude. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Nikki. You're the best. I'm so glad we got to do this. And we're, so again, we're um, sitting in a coffee shop. Sorry if you guys hear all the, like, background noise. It's getting really busy here. Um, what are you doing the rest of the day? You got to go get on a flight now. I have a flight back home to Rhode Island. Island, blah. What time's your flight? Like 1230. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. You got time. Is your I'll brother be, coming to get you? He's going to yeah. come get me. We're going to go straight to Voodoo Donuts. Oh. Yeah. That is my plan. That is so smart. Mm-hmm. You've had some good food mm-hmm. trips here. Yeah. So, um, all right, guys. This was Nikki Brazier. Brazier? I said it right the first time. Why am I, like, struggling now? It's fine. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. <laughs>